Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. Live from the Colorado Festival of Horror, Smurf here with the stunner of the squared circle. I am talking to none other than Monique Dupree. Hello, how are you? I'm well, thank you. You are the first one out of the gate for Colorado Festival of Horror, COFO, 2022. Absolutely. Thank you for taking your time out, coming, hanging out. You have things to do tonight. Yes. First out of the gate. You got a shitstorm to go and see. Yes, I got a whole shitstorm to go do. <laughs> so explain shitstorm to me, because this is—I mean, it's—I haven't Are seen the trailer. Me I am asking you to explain Shakespeare shitstorm to you. Yes. Okay. Whale shit. <laughs> that is the first word that comes to mind. Is that whale shit? Um, okay. <laughs> I like that. Well, it is. It is. Loosely based, loosely, loosely on (laughs) Shakespeare's The Tempest. And I actually played Caliban. Now, Caliban was originally played by a a black man. Right. But Lloyd was like, you know, I think you're strong enough to play this as a a black woman. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. Right on. Let's do this, you know. Because, you know, the wrestling thing, all of that stuff. Right. We'll get to that. So we, yeah. So... It's it's a it's a crazy movie. I don't want to give away too much, but I will say whale shit. Well shit. Yep. Well shit. shit then. Well, well shit. <laughs> See, well shit you then. did that. <laughs> what I mean, Lloyd Kaufman. Yes. Oh legend. God. Yes, he is. And um, I'm honored. And he is probably one of the most prolific people in the world of horror. Yes. He's been doing this forever. Um 76 is that is that the age number and this man still is just all over the place right he is responsible for my career in horror if it wasn't for him Mm. and debbie roshan i don't think that i would have gotten an opportunity to do over 100 films to date holy he started that for me and i will be forever grateful for that what out of all of the works that you've done with him has it stands out the most I mean, besides Shakespeare, Shitstorm, Shitstorm. <laughs> but I will say, and I mean, I'm proud of it, but at the same time, it was the l- first and last time I ever did it for anybody. Return to Return to Newcomb High, a.k.a. Right. Volume 2. He asked me to be in that, that project, and I said, sure, do a cameo. And we never talked, because I love Lloyd, we right. never talked about wardrobe. Kay. We only talked about what was needed of me, right? Right. The day before, I find out that my wardrobe is a towel around my arm. And that is it. Well, at least the arm stayed dry, I guess. And I, I, I said, oh, oh, is this topless? No, this is completely nude. But you'll be covered in blood, so don't worry about it. And I said, well, shit. All right, well, this is Lloyd. This is Lloyd. And this is Trauma. Yeah, Trauma Studios. And this is Newcomb High. I'm, I'm going to do it. It's, I'm going it's all It's extreme, in. extreme. And it was to the point where I said, you know what? I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm going to take this cell phone and I'm going to put it under my boob. Now I'm wearing a phone and a towel. 
How about that? And at no times did my hands leave my wrist. Nope. Nice. <laughs> that is fantastic. Because I had the privilege of talking with you and your husband, Saint. Yes. Who's a freaking badass. My God. He is. Um, you guys have some wild stories. And I know we don't have the time to cover a fraction of what we talked about. Yes, we um, don't. But I'm very curious about your upcoming film and your traumatic water death how many <laughs> how many death scenes have you done and explain a traumatic water death to me well i've done i've well i've actually died a lot because i played a bad guy and, and a lot of the times the bad guy has to die in almost everything pretty much so i did this film during the pandemic uh in cuyahoga falls ohio called the beautiful ones right and i really loved this project because they gave me free reign to create what I wanted to create. But I never worked with, you know, these guys before, so at first I was a little hesitant. So the first day I was a little, eh, you know. Right. By the second day I was like, you know, I know what I want to do with this character. I want to do like a black Harley Quinn and just go just all, go all out. out. And um, And it was so great. They were like, we just need to go back and film that first scene from the first day. Right. And I want you to do it just like this and from now on just do that and they just allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do and it was amazing I got to chop off heads I got to do Ooh. all of this stuff but I also had this one scene you know where it was like it was my first real big water death and it was a one take thing if I messed it up they couldn't do it again right? unless they flew me back out so it was a lot of pressure on me and they kept hesitating, like, cut before they even, they would go rolling. Cut, wait a minute. Are you sure you're ready? Are you sure you can do this? We're not going to kill you, right? Because, you know, I mean, they had people on standby and it was a safe environment. Right. But I had to hold my breath underwater after being shot. I had mm. to fall face first into the water and just lie there floating. Holy God. In a leather jacket. Jesus. And I was like, I can do this. I am Monique motherfucking Dupree. Meanwhile, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. But I wasn't going to tell anybody else that. All right. Nailed well, it. Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't show weakness. Yeah, I know. You can't. I, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't ever. Like, I mean, in here, I'm conversating with myself. All right. I'm, I'm debating with myself. But I'm telling the other voice to shut up. I can do this. So mm -hmm. that's everything that was going on. But it was so amazing because everything was perfect. Right. We only had like 15 more minutes to shoot. And if I had messed that up, that was going to be it. Dunskies. I was going to hang my head down and just walk away. But I nailed it, and it was so great. And I cannot wait to see it like in the actual film. But it was one of my deaths that I was really proud of. Nice. It took a lot to do. Would you rather be the victim or the murderer? The murderer all the time. <laughs> I, well, I'm the heel in wrestling, so it's like... I'm almost always the bad guy. I don't think I've ever been... I've been an anti-hero, but I don't think I've ever been, you know, the hero. Right. And I'm okay with that. I feel like I want to be the female Danny Trejo. Bring it on. Those are some spectacular shoes to follow in. I, that's what I would like I would to just, do. I could just that's see, what I would like to I do. I could just see you and Trejo <laughs> just going at Machete 3. Look, look. Dupree. This is Trejo. what I would like to mm. do. I don't have the big tattoo right here, but, you know. That would be a little I have, distracting. I have, you have other distracting I have, right, qualities. Right, right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good where I am right now. So, yeah, wrestling, which I'm absolutely blown away by. Um, I, I mean, 
is it r- real? Of course it's real. <laughs> it, it really is. What people don't understand is it's scripted. Yes, it's, it's, it's very scripted. scripted. It's like, uh, it's like um, you know, a soap opera with fight scenes in it. Right. You know, um, so it's scripted, but the the physicalities of it is very real. And people just, unless you took one day to do some training that that we do. Right. That's when you would know it's real because your body the next day would tell you just how real it is by how much you're hurting. I have suffered concussions and I don't even wrestle full time. You know, I just kind of got thrown in sort of like the ECW women. Right, right. You know, working House of Hardcore, I kind of got thrown into all of it at once uh, in 2013. And I learned how to take bumps and everything. Tommy Dreamer taught me personally how to take bumps. And uh, he used to just randomly, because I said, listen, I'm strong. I'm not, I'm not weak. You can try me. Right. And he was like, you know. You Give can't. me your best shot. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you can't take this kendo stick. I was like, anytime. Give it to me. He said, well, let me try by randomly chopping you. So I was like. Just at any oh my, point in time. No, Inspector I, Clouseau no, shit right now. This was an open invitation. I said, I want you at the most unexpected time to chop me. He waited two months. Oh. And we were having a conversation with other wrestlers, and he just chopped me. Cagey bastard. Do you know what I did? Punch him in the throat. I finished my conversation oh. without missing a beat. And he was like, I'm scared of her. He literally said that to everybody in the <laughs> locker room. I'm scared of her because she just took my chop and he didn't hold back. So I've learned from the best. I've learned from all of the, the, the ECW guys. You right. know? My first time in the ring was with Sandman and Blue Meanie and Guido. Guido. Dang. Yes. Damn. All three of them. So I've, I've learned from the best, and I, I, love, I love that business, and it's nothing like professional wrestling. It's nothing like acting. It's nothing like it in the world to me. Right. So is there a preferred? I mean, do you miss the wrestling aspect? Cause you I got miss it. so much shit going yes. on between your husband and your daughter, who's an amazing artist. Yes, she is. She is she is so much well as my husband would say she is so much better than he is now but he is the teacher Mm. and you expect for you know the kids to be better than and to go leagues above but i do miss wrestling and the only reason why i hadn't been doing it is because the company i worked for mostly house of hardcore became defunct after COVID hit right and because we are an indie company we didn't want to risk uh having people gather at a show and then you know people getting infected and stuff with covid right. there were people that did that anyway but Tommy has a conscience so he was like I I can't I can't do this without making sure everybody is safe or as safe as he can make it so he just preferred not to throw shows just- so I've been helping him run the podcast in the meantime he has a house hardcore podcast right. I still run the social media and the podcast and stuff but I miss Walking out there and hearing people boo me. Somebody spit on me once. Oh, my God. And I just, like, walked up to them and threw my boobs in their face and just motorboated them. It was the best night. It was the best night. <laughs> took me right out of my game on that one. Wow. Um. I did. I did. I did. I mean, inside, I was like, this is so gross. But you're, you're, in you're the live. Moment. Right. Yeah. You have to 
you know, you have to sell do, it. do what you do. Exactly. So I do. I do miss it. If I have any opportunities to go back to it on the indie circuit, I will. I mean, and I've worked for Impact Wrestling, too. But I just miss the whole being out there. I mean, how much of how much could you take your frustrations out on that mat where you're just like, well, mm. you can take a lot of frustrations out, maybe not physically, but like when I'm doing stuff like screaming at people and stuff, right. I just channel all of the anger and the, the issues that I'm having in real life and I throw it into that. But you don't want to throw it into actually like, you know, wrestling or doing something with someone right, because you don't want to hurt. Like that. Right. right. You have to, safety is always you know, the issue. But when I'm doing something like walking out to the ring or, you know, doing a little stunt or something like that, I can take all of that anger and aggression that I always have because my husband says I'm an angry black woman. Um, I don't know why he says that. (laughs) Maybe it's because sometimes our kids aggravate me just a little bit. But uh, yeah, you got ten of them. I'm sure they (laughs) more than aggravate your ass. I I do, I I do, I do. But it's a great way to actually channel that. Also, when I'm playing like the bad guy, I mean, really acting helps me work through things depending upon the character that I'm playing because you get to go outside of your head and and really be somebody else. And I I love, you know, becoming going through that process of just becoming it's it's something that's near and dear to my heart i'm passionate about about acting seriously and people don't think so because i'm doing you know like a lot of indie movies but i take each and every project that i do seriously i don't care if it's one line of dialogue i don't care if i'm the lead i take it just as seriously because i'm just passionate about it is there one out there that you're like I really this I really want this one. If I could just get a shot, I, I want that. I want to, I want to try this. Genre. Well, first of all, uh-huh. I just want to be in a Marvel movie. I'm <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, I, all I, of us I, at I this point want to just be. I've, a, look, kill I've, me I've, off. I've, I don't care. I've, I've, right. I've skipped past all of that. I really. I thought I was gonna be Michonne from The Walking Dead because my husband had turned me on to the comic books right. before there was a Walking Dead series. Yep. And I loved it so much that we did some, like, badass headshots and stuff like that, and I sent them out. But I apparently sent them out too late because three weeks later they had already announced, you know, the the phenomenal woman that that plays her yes, anyway. From, from Black Panther. So, yeah, so they, that was already a done deal. So I had sent it in way too late. But I just thought I was going to be Michonne. You could be Michonne. I really, and I had had my head shaved at the time and everything. So I was like, I'm going to be Michonne. But uh, if I could be, if I can be in any part of that, like I don't even mean like a main character. Right. Just having the opportunity to be seen and being able to work amongst something like that that I love so much because I love comic books as well. So it would be great. So a big nerd background? I mean... I mean, okay, so my nerd background was used to be like in sciences and math. Okay. And uh, I also started dibbling and dabbling in comic books. So my husband is the god of all things nerddom. And I say that confidently because you can go ask him anything in nerddom and he's going to be able to answer you. Nice. I'm saying that with 100% confidence. <laughs> you're not done. So he said, there's no way you're going to be my wife. The expectations, right? X, y. And I said, bring it on. 
So I, I became a sponge and started learning so much. And we'd go to the comic book stores. One day I was dressed kind of as Laura Croft, and like all the guys were playing D and D, and everybody just stopped and looked at me. Apparently, according to my husband, there weren't many women that looked like me that went into no. the comic book store. And then I was dressed like Laura Croft, if at unbeknownst all. to me. I, that was how I dressed. He's you just know. here. Just put this on. <laughs> well, you saw he what totally I had on. set you up. He, he probably did. But like you saw what I had on earlier. I like mm-hmm. to wear these like little strappy things and strap on my legs. Mm-hmm. And it looks like I'm that. about to go fight a battle or something. But it's what I wear every day. So it's like, let's go to the comic book store. And, you know, they would just stop. And then we got free comic books that day and everything. It was awesome. So you could go get him like signed free shit at shows is oh, what yeah. you're saying. I, I do. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I didn't get to do it with Stan Lee, God rest his soul, but I met Stan Lee. Right. And he wouldn't let me go. I was dressed in a leopard print outfit. Oh. And he went to hug me for the picture because they ushered me to the front because I was. You I gave had a that table man a too. stroke. And he <laughs> held me so tight and wouldn't let go. And it was like, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, there's other people in line. And I heard that two hours later, he said. Bring back that cat girl because it's a sausage fest in here. And they went looking for me at this Comic-Con. Oh, I, my God. I, 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 I can't. I cannot make this up. Oh, my God. And they found me. He was on the golf cart, and they brought him to me, to my table. It was me and Tommy. Right. So Tommy Dreamer was there. He witnessed all of this stuff. And he brought him over in the golf, golf cart, and he talked to me, and he waved at me and smiled at me. And I was just like, it's such an honor to meet you. And he was just like. He was just smiling at me. He didn't even say anything. He didn't respond. You made that man catatonic. He was amazing. That was amazing. And I hold on to that in my story because it's so That great. is spectacular. And Stan's such, <laughs> Stan's such a fun guy, too. So I he can is. totally see that. He is. He is. When he, he held me so tight, I said, uh-oh, maybe I shouldn't have hugged him. I don't, I don't know. Like, he really did. I didn't want to leave either, to right. be honest. I wasn't trying to, like, move away. Right. I was like, I'll just stand here and talk to you. What do you want to talk about? You know? <laughs> but I was Lay it on me. What do you want to know? <laughs> dressed as, I, it was like I was from Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, wow. I had that kind of. Yeah, because I was, like, immediately thinking Wakanda and the leopard print. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black Panther style. Yes. Wow. And he couldn't get you in a Marvel movie? I would, well, he never even asked my name. Oh. <laughs> He just, I said that, I, I said that, you know, I had a table here and he was like, that's great. <laughs> I mean, he must have known enough to come find you. I mean, that's. Well, they knew my name. Ah. So they, they brought him over in a golf cart because they knew all I right. was with the wrestlers and we were all in one section. So it was like a, it was a Comic Con in Chicago. Uh, Probably like C2E2. Uh, Keystone, I think. Oh, Keystone? Keystone? I don't know if it was Keystone. It was a, it was a Chicago Good Chicago show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you got coming up? What's 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 on the what's on the plate? Well, I've look been to? doing a lot of promoting my family. Right. I've actually been making uh, jewelry lately, which has become a kind of a new passion that I'm doing. And I actually have a couple of people I don't know yet. I haven't sealed the deal. Right. But right. I have a couple. Don't want to um, jinx it. I'm, I'm not, but I have a couple of um, movies that uh, want me to make some some stuff for them great like costuming kind of things and i'm also waiting for i've done i have like maybe four or five movies coming out next year right. that's really great because it stopped during the pandemic and people stopped kind of like 
editing and all of that. I don't know what was going on, but I know that I have a lot of movies coming out. Uh, one called Witch Trials right. that I'm with Tommy Dreamer in, and uh, Just Incredible and like a whole bunch of other wrestlers are in that. And of course, The Beautiful Ones, still promoting Shakespeare Shitstorm. And I'm praying to get into a, uh, uh, a show in Texas for wrestling. So I'm just. I would love to see. I mean, just you're ready. just I'm a ready. stunner in the yeah. that in in the squared circle. I'm telling you, you, I watched some of your 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 highlight reels. Yeah, and my God, I appreciate it. My favorite was going against the beautiful ones with my daughter, and we didn't get to wrestle, but we you know we did this incredible spot. I love the beautiful ones. Right, I love them, and I think that they're very underrated as a as a tag as a team. team. Yeah. And we got to go up against them and to be, like, kicked out of the ring by them. It's so weird to say, to be thrown out of the ring by this person is an honor. She just kicked the shit out of me. But it's, it's true. It's, I, I, it's so true. I was like, Velvet Sky threw me out of the ring. This is amazing. Well, and I keep telling, like, Riddick, who created uh, uh, Final Destination, I keep telling Jeffrey Riddick, just put me in there. Just I don't even want lines. Just kill me. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I like, just want to die. I would love stuff like that. Like, yes. I'm saying you can throw me down the steps. Yes. I started learning to do my own stunts and going to people privately. And at almost 48, I feel like I'm in better shape and more capable of doing those things than I've you're ever You're wiser. You're, you're smarter. You, 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 you yeah. know your body a lot better. Yeah. And you're Plus like, nope. I'm actually stronger. I'm stronger than I – I mean, I've birthed 10 children. It's, it's kind of a <laughs> – it's, Jesus Christ. it's kind of a thing, you know. It is but, kind uh, of a thing. That really I mean, is not. I mean, that is like a unique window that only <laughs> you can say. <laughs> but that's why Tommy Dreamer hired me to manage his business is because he said, you are the ultimate multitasker. You are. And I was able to actually show him that I was able to take what I do at home and bring it to his business and help it flourish. All right. So, yeah. so if WCW called, you'd, you'd be on the next plane to L.A. or whatever. I sure would. Texas or I wherever. I sure is. Wherever. <laughs> where are we going? Wherever we going, that's, that's where I'm going. Any of those companies. And I just, I love being a valet. And it's so undersold these days. But I love how ECW, you couldn't name a wrestler really without their their companion without mm-hmm. the, the valet that helped make them and that's what i love doing that's one of the things that i love doing i've wrestled yeah but as as a valet to accompany a person to the ring and to be their other half to push them up or to put them over so to speak right. that's what i love i mean the, the there was two the two standouts for me are miss elizabeth of course with macho yes. man and that's who i grew up admiring right Admire and Stacy Keebler. I yes. mean, my God, that yes. girl was just. She was yeah, fun. She was the other end of the spectrum. To yes, me, it was you know, like, from Miss Elizabeth. It yeah. was, but but I admire both of them. But Miss Elizabeth was the one that I grew up going. I'm gonna do that one day. I really, and then I I got to live that dream with my daughter, walking side by side down the ring with my daughter. I think we are we may be the only mother daughter valet team. I mean, that must have been, like, one hell of a charge, just it, like. It was, and he named us the Double D Duprees, even though neither one of us are Double Ds. It's so far beyond that, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but They're he, not even close. He, he coined us the Double D Duprees, and we would do everything, like, with our boobs. Like, when we, like, knock somebody down or knock somebody out, we would just do our little team motorboat right. and stuff like that or do the boosh. 
you know, that was like our thing that we would do. And (laughs) the first time I think we did that was on Impact. Wow. So it was pretty cool. So a lot of people may not know this, and we can veer away from it if you want, but your brother is someone we've talked about a lot on this podcast, Tony Todd, yes. who's, a, who's a friend. We, yes. we, we know. And we've been. T- we, <laughs> yes. we had sto- we we exchanged stories, stories. Yes. about Tony. <laughs> we love you, Tony. But, yes. I mean, are you two going to team up ever in, like, a film or a cartoon or, well, or anything like that? He's, he's written a couple of things where he always uh, includes me as a character that he wants to get off the ground. But it's like he's always so busy. I don't know when he's going to have time to, but they're his passion projects. So I feel like he's waiting for the right moment because that's who he is. He waits for the right moment right. for things. But, you know, his first love is theater. So he, well, and he, he goes back to the theater first. Well, And he always told me when we were hanging out, he always wanted to do his one-man Broadway show. Yes. And he's very passionate about it. He he's going to do it one day. And I want to be there front row yes. when center when he does. I told you, I've been there for all of his theater performances, and I was really sad that I missed this last one. Um but the the one the year prior, we actually was there with him for the whole four weeks. All right. The whole four weeks. So he's amazing. He is he is an amazing human being, and I'm not just saying that. No, and know, I, but, I, but, I yeah, second that. I, I can attest to that. He is an amazing human being. Now he's a Sagittarius, just like me. So we we do bump heads. Right. <laughs> But your family. Uh, yeah, and we I mean, you know, but the thing is that we're we'll we always stick together and we always look out for one another. He always shouts me out on social media because I'm the one that started his social media. So All he right. would not have been on there if it hadn't been for me. I literally would have to convince him over drinks. And I was like, just let me let me start your Instagram. Finally he's like, <laughs> he throw his phone. Go ahead. Just don't look at nothing else. Go ahead and start my that, you even got the man you even got the mannerisms right. Yeah, I mean and, that's yeah, just that, so because I know this is exactly what he does. Yeah. And then I started his Instagram, then I got him verified because I'm like, why don't they verify my brother? But this is what I do. I do a lot of social media stuff. Right. Then I started his Twitter and he was like, Listen, you're gonna stop asking me about all of these social media sites. Then I did Facebook for him too, but he got off of Facebook, but he loves Twitter and Instagram. So, mm. you know, I'm the reason why he's on there, and I think that Twitter is so much better for it. And we even have Tony Todd Tuesdays, which I want to get trending every week. All right, well. Because we need some good in that Twitter universe, you know. We will be sure to share Tony Tony Todd Todd Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Please do that. that. I love that. Um, How do everyone at home and the followers around the world stalk you properly, follow you, keep up with the business? (laughs) Well, it wouldn't doubt just Google Monique Dupree, but um, my because my my Instagram was hacked. My verified. Oh my Instagram god, was hacked. So it it used to be the original Gata, and it's still there, verified, but it's been hacked. Mm. They took everything, all my monetized stuff. They're making the money from it. They're all Holy. of that because Instagram has not responded to my request to shut, shut it, it down, down so right. that I can re-verify. But my Instagram is Monique Gata Dupree. And um, all my other social media is the original Gata, so you can find me on that. And if you see me verified, you know that it's me. Excellent. So I mean, we're we're at an end. You have Shakespeare shitstorm to to go get. Yes. Um, I do appreciate you 
sitting with us. This is great. See, this, this is this is awesome. I can do this for a long time. <laughs> the box is way over there. <laughs> so I have a request, and you you can say no because it's a silly request. But I would love if you would give us the sign off, escort style, to 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 say goodbye and to kick off. The Colorado Festival for you can say no, Monique. I, I know this is completely on the spot, and this is just me being silly. But you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm an. In- you want me to sign off? You know, give us, give us, give us an escort. You know, <laughs> mm, punch. No, I mean not hit me, but you know. Oh, oh yeah, because I can do that. I know easily. that. Like that's the <laughs> that's Monique the easy Dupree part. made Smurf out in one shot. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that I know how to. Okay, that's fine. To, I figured I would just throw that out there. And how see. to do that? Because I don't want to be Gracie right now. Oh, I've been doing so good. You have. I've been doing so good. Inside story so. that we had at the. Um, <laughs> the bar earlier it was great i do appreciate you i'll be by later i got i gotta get something signed because we don't have the poster up but everybody that comes through on the podcast we have them sign the poster and that goes up in the studio so awesome but thank you and on that bombshell we shall say goodbye give us a like give us a share go over and follow monique dupree almost just totally butchered that it's not a podcast unless i butcher your name (laughs) uh give us a like give us a share but in the meantime run fast laugh hard and always be kind See you in the fun house. That's how you sign.